And welcome, folks, to another podcast of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykradio.org. Today, in Denver, it's a beautiful day, and I thought to myself, let's do some thinking experiment. And what I came up with is to try and assume that there is a progressive God, or a liberal God, as we refer today as to the liberal. And... I came to the conclusion that this God is definitely a racist. <laughs> and I can prove it. Because when I woke up this morning and I was thinking, how can I you know, be more progressive in my life and more liberal? Again, liberal, the modern way of... Uh, more the meaning, not, not the classic meaning. And I decided, okay, well, it's a beautiful day. What should I get offended uh, by today. I got to get offended by something, right? You cannot live your life with actually smiling and be nice to people and you have to find racism in, in, in everything and everywhere and uh, oppression. So I decided to do this uh, thinking experiment and I came to the conclusion that God, the liberal God, if he exists because many of them don't, their God is a government, uh, is absolutely, definitely a racist. Because I look at the sky and I see that it's a beautiful day and the clouds are white. That's racism. They should be representing all the scale of colors. Right? They should be dark. I also realize that... Uh, that building snowmen is racist because they're always white. If you look at all the pictures, all the snowmen... From peanuts to, you know, whatever Christmas card that people give, all the, all the snowmen are just white. And I was wondering why there is no black or brown or uh, Asian snowmen. That means that because the snow is white, God is racist. And then I continued thinking about that and I said, no, it can't be. It can't be. Everybody's a racist. Everything is a sign of the oppression. Look at the crossing lanes. What do we have there? We have dark black road with white symbols on the road. It's an oppression because the white is on top of the black. That's racism right there. I'm, I'm calling the whatever the Department of Transportation or whoever is responsible for that to change it. We should have pink for if you for the gay community or for girls uh we can do multicolor let's do um i don't know the freeway should be rainbow right so everybody can identify while they're driving on the road because the road belongs to everybody not just to the white people who put their color on top of the black as a sign of oppression I mean, we can be more and more creative, right? Look at the look at the papers that they sell for uh, for um, copy machines. They're all white. That's racism. And percentage-wise, there is not enough uh, representation for the black ink when you print something on the white paper. We can go on and on and on and on. Point is, obviously. 
God is not progressive, liberal, or crazy like that. Okay? I think that everybody that have common sense understand that there is a place for everybody. It depends what you are doing and how you uh, bring your full potential that God get put in you as black, African-American. I know there is, for some people it's the same, but I see more and more people who has nothing to do with slavery who think that if they come to this country they deserve to be compensated by the slavery that they were never part of or their ancestors. So somebody for, from, uh, let's say, Kenya, uh, that moved to the United States, and he is going to get uh, benefits. He, uh, he is black. Now, could be that this guy, ancestors, used to capture other black people from different tribes and sell them to the slave trade, and they got to America. If you think that's justice, I, I, I don't see that this way. Because I don't really care about people's skin color. Me as a brown man, of course, if I, if I would be white, everybody would attack me. Uh, you're a supremacist, all the white power, all this nonsense. Most of this nonsense live in liberal minds. It's in their head. Now, as I already said, I think a zillion times, uh, stupidity, ignorance... That there's no uh, no difference. You can be black, white, pink, blue, yellow, whatever, and still can, still can be stupid and ignorant. But if you look at the bigger picture, if you're coming from a faith point of view, then you would see that everybody is capable of doing amazing things, and not on other people's expense, meaning they're going to use their full potential, whatever talent that God gave them, assuming it's a talent, uh, then there is, a, there is a room for that. There is a place for that. You don't have to go to the victim mentality all the time. Oh, I'm, I didn't get the job because I'm a Jew and this guy is anti-Semite. I can play that game too. Uh, I didn't get because I'm black, <clears throat> because I'm African-American, because I am Indian-American, whatever. Point made. In psychology, something called projection. When you constantly see racism and hatred in other people, it means it's inside you. I look at people as people. Now, some of them are amazingly smart. Some of them, and some would say many of them, are amazingly stupid and ignorant, and you're wasting their life. Right? We call them the masses. I'm not encouraging that, but I understand that this is exist, and I'm not going to judge anybody because it's none of my business. I'm not the judge. There is a judge who created the world, and you know, after 120, hopefully, uh, you're going to pay the price. Good or bad, whatever you whatever you um, worked on in this short term here, and let's let's face it, seventy, eighty years, ninety years, hundred years, it's nothing on the when you look at the infinity of time, right? So, what I'm encouraging encouraging you, the listeners, and if you know anybody that will be 
that have some, you know, double-digit IQ, at least. Uh, don't go into the victim mentality. Yes, it's hard. Yes, people will put, you know, obstacles, sticks in your wheels, for whatever reason. They don't like you. They, uh, they already, based on your uh, last name, they decide everything about you. Uh, based on your skin color. Yeah, that's, there, there are people like that. I can say when, what we are hearing more and more is about the white supremacy and all that stuff. I think we have uh, stupid uh, supremacy, meaning the stupid people decided for everybody else. Last example, why, why uh, I came in thinking about that, uh, it's uh, the whole thing with Nike and the shoes with the... Uh, uh, how you call that, the Betsy Rose uh, flag, the 13 stars, something like that. See, I'm not an American, I'm a naturalized citizen, but I care about the history. I learn from the history of the country I live in. And yes, uh, the, that was the 13 colonies, there, the 13 states. Why are you looking to get offended? Oh, it reminds me a dark time. Okay, I can remind everybody a dark time. You name the nation, and we'll find something horrible they did, that they did. Massacre here, assassination there, uh, going to stupid wars for uh, to get more resources. That's the human nature, unfortunately. That's what we need to work on. Remember, the first, the first born human was a murderer. Okay? So we have a lot of work, and if you continue that, those mistakes over and over... But this is just the blame game, and you always pick on the easy, easy targets. Right now, in America, it's the white Christian uh, people who are, unfortunately, are filled up with guilt about things that not, it's not in their responsibility or in their powers. They cannot change history. History is history. Now, you need to learn and move on. Oh, well, I can... Well, I don't like Italians, I don't like Germans, I don't like uh, Spanish people, I don't like uh, Muslim people. Why? Because they persecuted my people. Yes, they did. I look forward. I wish them that they will be able to change their mentality, their culture, and be more open-minded, uh, understand that everybody you know, created in God's image. There is room for everybody to do something good in this world. Not by killing other people and conquering other uh, countries. So let's, you know, think about it. And hopefully we can all uh, create a positive change in our lives. And stop with this all nonsense of getting offended. And this should be our goal in life for some reason. Our goal is to do the best we can using our poten full potential. And with that, we're going to take a quick break for uh, listen to some... Interesting uh, messages from our sponsors. You are listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakon, here on citykradio.org.
And we're back to another segment of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycureradio.org. So last podcast, we talked about the sin of the, the spies that Moses, Moshe, sent to the promised land. And we talked about the lack of faith and all that stuff. What I would like to uh, maybe add or elaborate more is the power of words and how it can be used and misused. And this is what we, I think one of the challenges that we are facing today is how people are using words in the wrong place or with the wrong meaning on purpose to get uh, either a political gain or, uh, or to grab power or whatever, to manipulate other people. So the spies says what? What do they say? They say, yeah, we went to the to the promised land, huge fruits, giants, right? But, there is this but, there, we, there is no way we can win and uh, we're going to get, you know, killed and all that stuff. So basically what they did, they said a big lie with a little bit of truth. And the rule is, is if you want people to listen to you, always do that. Okay, say the truth and then go with the but. Right? And I find it, I find it uh, amazing how people are misusing words or creating sentences that build in a way that is intended to confuse people. It's either yes or no. Give me the report. Don't give me your opinion. And we see that with, you know, what everybody called today the fake news. When you can't really... You need to dig in uh, uh, the information and and clear the noise of the reporter who has an agenda. Whatever, pro-Trump, anti-Trump, it's not important. So when I listen to that type of uh, ashy-washy, they call it, and, and, you know, wishy-washy. I always, I'm amazed how people are buying that stuff, how people are falling into those traps. So, I have a few ideas of how can we continue that and maybe, uh, you know, have new terms for certain things. That because, again, like I said before, people might get offended. So if somebody is raping somebody and you call him a rapist, he might get offended. I personally think he should get execution. But we have laws here, uh, and they are uh, some of them are stupid. But let's call him undocumented boyfriend. That's not not offensive. Let's uh, uh, whoever is uh, you know intoxicated and driving and murderer and, and killing somebody in accident. We should give them different names. We should take the, the sting out of this crime and make it something normal. I can tell you for sure, one thing for sure, it will ruin the society. Once you don't know how to differentiate between good and evil, and you cannot call it what it is, uh, everything is going to collapse. As a, ther- as a therapist, you know, people come to me, think about your doctor. You go to your doctor and he finds that, God forbid, you have cancer. And according to statistics... One, one out of two or three of Americans will have cancer. There is a way to deal with it if you're serious about your health, but that's not our topic. 
but the doctor it doesn't want to offend the client so either he's not, he's not gonna tell him or he's gonna tell him, oh you know you have some kind of uh, very minor virus it will pass of course it will pass when you're dead no need to do no need to take extreme measures they, we would say that this doctor is is crazy tell me what I have give me the plan let's see what we can do right give me the facts but if we continue with this mindset, oh, I don't want to offend my uh, the patient. Should tell them what they want to hear. Huge mistake. And you can take it to you know the, we talked about uh, the concentra concentration camps, right? It's not a concentration camp. They can say, oh guys, I give up. Please let me go back to El Salvador or whatever. I'm done here. The conditions here are horrible. It's better for me to be in El Salvador. I'm sure that whoever, the DHS, CBP, all those ICE, whatever their name of the agency is, we said, sure, sign here, you're free to go. Right? I don't think that was the case in Germany. You didn't see people, Jewish people, uh, going uh, through the fences of uh, Germany in order to become a German citizen. They were captured and they were executed or uh, uh, starved to death while working and and running the factories for the for the German army and all that all the things that they they've done there. So when you, I think when it's it's such a big disrespect when you take word. Think about this: I'm gonna punch somebody and they're gonna they're gonna sue me. Uh, in justified reason, because I don't want to punch anybody, but assassination attempt. Let's exaggerate. Let's make uh, from the little fly, we make an elephant. Why? Because, here's the thing, I think this is the reason. I think people here lost their mind because of too much freedom that they don't appreciate and life are comfortable. It's very rare. Maybe in Middle America, people are, you know, going out to the field. Uh, they're waiting, praying for rain. Uh, once we have the sunshine uh, rising on their crops or whatever. But those who are shaping people's mind, I don't like this term. Those who are doing the brainwashing, the media, are in the big cities. They don't know. They think the corn is, is, is growing up in the supermarket. So, there is a lack of effort to survive. And in a way, it's good. It's good that we have supermarkets that you don't have to go and work. Somebody is doing the work. They pay their workers, you know, uh, nice compensation. Everything is fair trade. I'm all for it. But you need to appreciate life. You need to sweat. Not in the gym. Real life. Appreciate your freedom. What do you mean? For me as an immigrant, and here's for all those liberals and progressive who wants to have socialism in America. They love the idea. Why don't you go and ask those who actually lived in places like that? Go to ask, go and ask all those Russians who, the minute they had the chance, fled out of the Soviet Union and Russia, still coming, and they are not looking back. Yes, they like Russian music. They like to read Tolstoy. It's their culture. No problem. But tell them, why, would you like the, the government to uh, dictate everything in your life to become social? And hear what they say. I can guarantee they will say, no way, leave me alone. Let me be responsible for my life. 
and for my family. Now, should we have a social uh, safety network? To some extent, yes. But we should lift up people to, so they can support themselves and not dictate what they need to do, should do, have to do, or forced to do. So that's one thing. And for me, you know, coming from, uh, I would say, socialist country, I'm talking about Israel right now, it's a socialist country, a messed up country. Obviously, it's the jewel of the whole region because when this is your competition, you know, <laughs> there's nothing to, to compare to the in the Middle East. It's all corrupted all across each and every nation. No nation, this one nation, each and every country. But yes, it's corrupt. It doesn't work. Government is taking too much power. There is no freedom for, for, the, for the citizens. And in our next segment, we're going to talk about the idea of the, the ideas of the uh, founding fathers here in the United States, which I'm amazed each and every time how smart they were, how they how they under un, how they understood the human nature, and they know okay, we need to put something in the Constitution that will prevent dictatorship, and no, Trump is not a dictator. Actually, let's go back to exaggeration, right? If he says uh, the fake news is the enemy of the people, he's attacking the freedom of the press. No, why don't you start reporting the truth and then it's a different case. Cut, cut away the politics and the agendas. No, everything is... is uh, and, you know, we uh, humans, uh, especially Jews, I would say, we survived because we have a good sense of humor. And we can we can take a joke, even if it's on our expense. We're not, oh, you're offending me, right? Okay, we laugh, we move on. You know what, you're right. This stereotype is very common. That's what makes it a stereotype. Uh, and we move on with that. So when the president says a joke, it's not the end of the world. When he sent troops, now we need to be concerned. When the government listened to what the NSA, listened to whatever you have to say, and uh, recording every cell phone uh, call that you're doing, that's we have to we have to be worried about. And that was in the previous administration. Maybe it's still running. I don't know. I'm not into the government. But that's an example of abusing of power. And the citizens always should come before the interest of the government, because they're supposed to serve the people, not vice versa. Just uh, something to think about. We are going to take another uh, break. I uh, want to thank you for listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakon, here on citykradio.org. another segment of the Jewish View. I'm your host Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on citykradio.org. Tomorrow is 4th of July. So 4th of July uh, 1776, something like that again. 
I am learning. I respect the history of where I'm living comfortably, where I have certain freedoms that I don't have in other countries, and I appreciate that. But really, as a Jew, as an observant Jew, my constitution is the, is the Torah, is the Jewish law, the oral and the written uh, Torah. And I'm amazed how the founding fathers who went through, you know, thinking process, uh, how they want to define this new country once the British are out, they took, I would say they learned, they learned from the Bible. So in the Bible and in the Jewish, in, in Jewish history, we have the constitution, which is the, which is the Torah. We have the prophets later on, the king, to uh, be the, how do you call that, the executive branch. And we have the Sanhedrin, or the council of the wise people, to be the legis legislat legislative uh, branch. Okay, so three, three basically, and of course God is above everything. Uh, but the, the constitution is the, is the Bible, or the Torah. And it's amazing to see the similarity. Now, there are obviously big differences. Uh, the president is not King David. And definitely the, the wise man council is not the Senate or the Congress. Okay? Definitely not. There's nothing to compare. And that's a problem because I think the right way is to get the smart people to work and, and if you want to uh, get their talent, get their knowledge and wisdom for the benefit of the country and not opportunists taking advantage and uh, enriching their own pockets and their friends, which I think what we have here. And that reminds me of something I want to say in the previous uh, segment. When you use words, when you use words the wrong way, and everybody now is talking about impeachment. I'm all for impeachment. I think they should all be impeached. The Congress, the Senate. Impeach. Especially those who are more than two terms over there. Go home. You know what? We'll, we'll not investigate how corrupt you are. We will not see how you enrich that lobbyist and that family member and your son here and your uh, uh, nephew there. No investigation. Just go home. Let intelligent, smart people who cares, who will have term limits to, to, be, to, to help the country, to make the laws using facts, using common sense, and not what I feel like uh, attitude. And in a way, that was the, the, the job of the Jewish uh, council back in the days. And we had two. We had in the beginning, uh, if you are familiar with Jewish history, I want to share it with you, when uh, Ezra, after uh, being exiled to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, right, he was the leader over there, and they started to come back. We, the Jewish people, start coming back from Babylon to rebuild the temple in, in Judea. And he formed the council of 120 
leaders, small leaders, uh, small communities, everybody, you know, send their, their top. Well, 120, that's a lot of people, yes, but when every committee send the representative, there is no community you can say, well, our leader wasn't there, and therefore, we do not accept. It's like, uh, you know, it's like here in America, we have two senators for each state, something like that. So let's say uh, we no longer want uh, Iowa to have, to have uh, a representative. Now, Iowa would say, if I am not in the game, I'm out of the union. I don't, I'm not obligated to listen to whatever you guys are saying or deciding. I want my voice to be heard. So that's the same idea uh, with, uh, with Ezra. And later on, the number was uh, set on 71. If you read the Torah, there is also uh, 70... Uh, we actually read it last week, I think. When Moses says, I, it's too much for me, they're running crazy... Uh, I don't need this headache. And God tells him, you know, get me 70 people and we'll share the prophecy uh, power with them. Right? Remember that uh, uh, scene. Okay? So the, the idea was to have 71. Why 71? So you always have majority. If you have 70, you have 35 and 35, you cannot reach, reach uh, a decision. So majority. So that's a democracy, in a way, under the constitution, which is the Torah, the Jewish law. So you cannot start a law that says, oh, well, I don't like this uh, amendment or uh, that. Once you start taking amendments based on what you feel like, where do you stop? Yeah, I don't like the second amendment. Okay, I don't like the first amendment. You take one, I will take the other one. No, 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 no. This is holy. The first amendment is holy. We need to be able to say what we think. Uh, but the second one is horrible. And the other guy would say exactly the opposite. And they are both important. And you cannot have one without the other. And again, like I think I said that many times. I want people to be able to, able to speak. Once they open their mouth, you know if they are smart or stupid. They cannot pretend. Okay, so... so uh, we want to use words the right way. We want to have this balance between the three branches of government, which I think is brilliant, because if you look at other places, other way of, uh, of uh, ruling, king, um, you know, dictatorship, tyranny, anarchy, uh, they're all horrible. And this balance, if it's if it is kept balanced, it's uh, that's the right way. And what we're seeing today in Israel and in other places, and uh, unfortunately here in America, is that the justice, the courts, are taking over by claiming to represent justice, and that's a huge mistake because once those uh, courts are going to go against the common sense of the people, against the law, just because they feel they want to be righteous, again, on other people's expense. If a judge thinks that, let's say, that uh, immigrants should not be uh, uh, removed, take them to your house. Not now, you want them to be in Minnesota, you want to be far away, stick them, stick them somewhere in the middle of nowhere, 
and give them uh, money that you know people are paying taxes so you can feel good about yourself that's a huge a huge huge mistake because people will lo will lo will lose respect so me for being from from another country from Israel i have I don't have zero respect to the court system. I have even lower than zero respect to the court. I think it's all corrupt. It's it's a guild. It's uh, I'm not trying to look for a word that will represent it. Everybody is taking is is watching their friends back. They don't care about the law. I'm not talking about America. I don't know the situation in America. Thank God I don't have anything to do with the laws here. But the, the idea is the same, where people are claimed to be righteous, are claimed to go with whatever they feel like is the right thing to do, and they are ignoring the law on the book, in the books. DACA, for example. Uh, we have recently the citizenship uh, in, uh, question in the questionnaire in the census. That's not for the court to decide. But they want to feel good about themselves. They will lose their respect and then the, the road to anarchy or to um, dictatorship, in a way, is very short because nobody's going to listen. Once you say you lie a few times or you're going to go against the, the common sense, the, constitu the Constitution, the Torah as a Jew, nobody's going to listen to you, even if you say smart things. So I know that we, in this segment we are covering uh, maybe a few topics all together, but I want you to, they're all connected. Okay, they're all connected because people are, are exaggerating. And when you are exaggerating, when, like I said, when, uh, if you are, uh, I don't know, if you missed a meal and you say, I'm starving, please, okay? Let's not exaggerate. Let's not make it bigger than what it is. Whatever crisis that we are dealing with in life, in, in, in relationship, you have to take it uh, as is and not, you know, you, in relationship, you say, you always do that, right? You always insult me. You always, no, I'm not always doing that. Maybe once in a while and it's not good. But when you paint everything in dark colors, maybe I should not say dark because it might be offensive, uh, in a color, Okay, uh, then the outcomes are never going to be good. Again, just think about it. And we're going to take another quick break as listening to the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Cohen, here on CityCareRadio.org. Welcome back to the last segment of today's podcast, listening to the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on, on ctkradio.org. My last topic uh, is actually related and connected to all the things we talked uh, today and things that we always talk about, and that is uh, self-hate, when you are not happy with who you are. 
And I thought about it um, for two things that happened this week. One is the attack on a journalist in uh, Portland, Oregon. I don't know if you guys saw that uh, video. Antifa, uh, anti-fascist. And I think I already mentioned when somebody, again, said that he's anti-something, you can bet your money that that's exactly what he is. Uh, they attacked the journalist that uh, that obviously doesn't give them uh, warm uh, reviews or or you know, doesn't write warmly about them. Uh, he needs to he got uh, to the hospital and all that. You know you, you can find it on I don't know if YouTube didn't censorize that yet, but uh, you can still I think find it. And the other thing is uh, what President Trump is. Uh, want to do that the whole uh, military uh, show in Washington DC the tanks and the, the jets and all that stuff and now let me just make it clear uh, to be a fascist is first stupid and then it's horrible as a as you have to be very uh, with a very bad character to to uh, force your opinion on someone else. Of course, if you're anti-fascist, you do the same, but you just call yourself anti-fascist. The other thing that uh, we that we know is that uh, being a patriot, patriot is always the last excuse of the bad leader, right? We cannot do that. We cannot take care of our people because of war, because of the security, because of, uh, you know, finding other things, and we always care about the country first. We have to first establish our country. It's, it is well known. When a leader, they want to shift the opinion from a local crisis, they start a war. Because now it's not the right time to deal with that issue because we are in war. I remember when Clinton was the president, I was much younger, uh, and the whole Lewinsky things blowed up. He suddenly re uh, reminded that it's a good time to attack some terrorist camp in Sudan or somewhere around there, just to shift the the narrative. And that's not good, but there is nothing wrong with a good, healthy uh, patriotism in people's life. People should uh, respect, love, admire, support where they live and make it a better place. Starting from a family, then to community, state, and hopefully the whole country, and then maybe the world. But when you see people going the other way, they want to fix the world first. <clears throat> and you can bet your money that they will do every horrible thing in the book to fix the world, to heal the world, make it a better place, as Michael Jackson used to uh, sing. You first start with the small challenges. Fix your yourself, your, your relationship with your wife, your, your kids, etc. Then be part of a supportive community. Listen to other people's challenges. See how can you help. Not by money. Sometimes you don't need to put money. You just need to give either a hand or a good word. Slowly, that will get wider and wider. But when you see people want to save the world by taking other people's jobs, 
by putting other people's down by uh, shouting and shutting down other people's opinion because obviously they are not wanting to save the world like they are right extremely dangerous and that I think that will lead to anarchy very 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 quickly because everybody wants to save the world in their own way now those ways are gonna clash and the poor people will be stuck in the middle they will have to send their kids to the army to fight in this stupid war and they will have to pay high taxes to support the effort of uh, that type of war. Wars are expensive. And if you can get to war without, uh, without spending money, better be a justified wars. And sometimes you need to go to war. When you see evil, I'm not here, uh, you know, uh, tree hugger, peacemaker, and all that stuff. Uh, sometimes you need to go to war. When you have uh, unreasonable uh, murders, then and, they are, and they are attacking you, you need to go to war. Now, if their people are okay with that, don't shove your nose into their business. Okay? Don't be the savior. The people in China are, persecu are, are persecuted. Yes, they are, and they should do something about it. It's none of our business to go there and to fight their wars. Same with people in the Arab world, in Europe, you name it, in Russia. If the people are okay with that, if they want to be ruled by, by that type of, or in Iran, for example, type of regime, stay away. It's none of your business. Now, if they are threatening you, if they are attacking you, I am all for a very short, decisive victories. Not 10 years in Vietnam, okay? Or 19 years in Afghanistan and all that stuff. Like Yuli says, I came, I saw, I conquered. End of story. If you have a problem, you're going to be dead. <laughs> now, and again, the idea is not to, to, to force people to enjoy freedom. People don't have, there are cultures that don't have that capacity yet to enjoy freedom. And we have, on the other hand, too much freedom that drive people crazy and they hate their country. As a Jew, our biggest struggle is with Jewish people who hate their own people, who are going and helping the enemy and tell them all, the, if you want, the inner secrets against their own people. So first of all, nobody respects those people. Even, those, even the enemies that get helped by them will kill them the first. Once, you know, it's like Stalin says, you know, you use them and then you, you get rid of them. Very simple. Uh, happened in Romania, in Poland, you know, when the Soviet came. Yeah, we want uh, France in the beginning, very active Communist Party. Uh, well, we all know how, the, how that ends up. So I think people need to appreciate. Now, if you have criticism, go ahead. What is wrong? What we need to improve? Yes, we want to hear. I think every leader should uh, want to hear. And to give the people the freedom to solve those problems if they are if it's on that scale but not to dictate solutions how many you know there's so many stories about uh, when the when the government decided to build the road to nowhere 
or a train to nowhere. All cost money. Ask the people if they want it. And where is the most needed place that will benefit? But don't enrich uh, contractors and real, est real estaters and, and uh, lobbyists for projects that nobody cares about. Okay? There are... Again, being a patriot, it means you love your country, you understand that there is things to work on, not everybody is, is lucky in life. Some are poor, some are handicapped. We should all create an you know, environment for, to help everybody. But it has to be a joint effort by those who are on the bottom and those who are on the top. When you come and you dictate and you decide, this is what you should do because I'm smarter than you, that's not going to end up well. But again, there is nothing, I think, if you want to show the, the power of your military, let's say, with jets going above your head, it costs too much. Yes, it is, but so are so many other stupid things that you guys approved to support your uh, donors, right? So give me a break, this is hypocrisy. And let people, I, I, I love to see jets, you know, doing the whole aerobatics and uh, my kids love it. It's, it's a sense of... Uh, uh, appreciation and all that stuff. Love to see the tanks. Now, anti-war, anti-stupid wars, I would say. But you want to know whether if, God forbid, there is a, a threat that your people, your army, can manage it and solve it, hopefully, and not maintain it for so, so many, many years. Bottom line, I think if we stop the self-hatred and if you look at the this this uh, weekly portion and the whole book of deuteronomy you'll see people who are never happy they always complain i'm talking about my people okay they they're never happy always something is wrong but instead of trying to fix it instead of bringing faith into the picture they are just stuck with their complaints and we're doing the same we're following their, their footprints and I think that is our biggest uh, mistake and challenge. But once we know it, once you know the challenge, all you need to do is to do the opposite, and you're solving it. And with that, we're going to end our podcast for today. Thank you for listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on ctkradio.org. <music>